right. Welcome into the Gridiron podcast. I forgot the full name of it. It's pretty long. We have to shorten it. Uh, I am not joined by my regular co-host because he's doing whatever. But I have my former roommate slash two old roommates. First, let me introduce Zane, my former roommate. Zane, how are you today? And Commission. I'm I'm good. How are you? It's the fourth and one podcast, Nardo. Come on. We literally raced back from dinner tonight, which I'll bring up later in the podcast. All right. But yeah. And then we're joined by your former roommate and his former roommate. Uh, First, let's introduce Amar Mojo Squad. Amar, how are you? Hello, I'm good. I'm ready to make this the best goddamn podcast that we've ever recorded. <laughs> Hell yeah! <laughs> literally the kind of energy I was like, we need. I know, right? I was like, and we have you know your former roommate Gibby, and you know Gibby's always likely to bring some crazy thoughts to the table. Gibby, how are you? I'm just I'm I'm well. Thanks for thanks for having me on. It's an honor to be here. Thanks for making your schedules work. I know we have to coordinate around Amar because fucking Cali time, seven o'clock or whatever. It's seven o'clock. I mean, it's yeah, it's great. I have like another hour of light here. Oh, I was okay. So you guys, you guys are like, oh, I can't go before like eight or nine p.m. local time. So I'm like, okay, you just tell me when. <laughs> perfect for me. You're like it works out. You know, okay. Do you guys watch? Okay, so obviously the biggest thing of the week was college basketball. Did you guys like the start time of eight thirty CST or nine o'clock if you're East Coast? But like for that game, or do you feel like it's too late? Because you two are both central time zone, right? Gibby and Zane? Yeah. I'll be honest. I didn't even watch the game. After the after Alana lost, I was like, are screw you serious? <laughs> <laughs> oh, my gosh, Zane. How could you? Um, it was it a good game? The biggest yeah. comeback in history. I know. Yeah. I know. I was reading about it. Um, yeah, I don't know. I was just uh, – just after Alana lost, I was like uh, – it's just whatever. I did. I did want. I did want UConn to win. Actually, it was after Alana lost, and then I kept watching until whatever that fifteenth seed was that lost. And then I was like, "I'll screw Saint this." St. Peter's. It's rigged. The Peacocks. Yeah, the Peacocks. You would know them by that name. Hey, it's the Indian national bird, guys. <laughs> Wait, really? Yeah. <laughs> Do you guys not know? The, the Peacock. It's the national bird of India. You it's fair. All right. Well, Omar, what did you like, what did you think about I think it? These are lines that like Gibby would say when you were living together, and you guys oh, yes. just got desensitized to it. Yeah, yeah. We everything. Yeah, everything Gibson says. I think I've been desensitized to. Um, <laughs> yeah. No, I actually I missed the first half of the game, and it looked looked like it kind of sucked. Um, and then I started watching the second half, and they got really good. So it was. I, it was I, good I, like, though. Turned in for the right, the right part of it. I feel dirty. We all went to U of I. I felt dirty rooting for UNC after the whole 2005 debacle of Illini versus UNC. But I hate Kansas just as much. So, no, I I like Kansas because of the fact that you know our Bill Self went there from U of I, so there's a little bit of U of I in him um, in Kansas. So I I like that aspect of it. So I mean, kind of sucked that we we joined and like. It's just been disappointing, like ever since we went to school. Even when they were like number one, it was, that was the year before we we went, right? It was when they played yeah. UNC in the final and lost. Yeah, and then and I was like, literally the like, best season was the year before we were on campus. <laughs> yeah. Did we go, so, to, Omar? Did we watch the game against Arizona in your basement that day? I think was we did. Yeah. Right. Uh, well, I I, yeah, we won. It was was the Arizona game or one of the games, but the Arizona game is where they came back from like 15 points or something oh, at the very was, end. Yeah, right? unless, like, I, I remember we, we watched that together. We were all freaking out. Yeah. 
You know, that's yeah. my gauge of what a comeback can be. If if a team does not get come to... back from fifteen points in two minutes. No, no, no. It's not two minutes. I, I have it. I have this down to a uh, memory. So it's four minutes, fifteen points. So if the if it's below four minutes and they're greater than fifteen, then I'm like, okay, it's not. They can't come back because that's my gauge oh. of a comeback. What about that's like the, Reggie Miller, eight points and what? No, but that's like <laughs> that's like anomalies, right? That's like so far fetched. But this like, is at least fifteen points. Four minutes is reasonable. Reasonable because the Elida did it. Reasonable to a point. Like Reggie Miller and even uh, Tracy McGrady, those were like just insane. Like that. That's not gonna happen. Like that's what, like Tracy one in a million. One's crazy. I can't remember it, but I remember that Tracy McGrady one's like beyond stupid. It was like thirteen points in thirty seconds or something like that. Something insane. I remember that commercial afterwards, but. I don't know. I still remember that Illini team was like the thing of legends. And I, I know we all were so hyped when we went there. And then they didn't do shit the whole time we were there. <laughs> like, I mean, the only other time they've been terrible. a number one seed was last year and they got knocked out second round, right? Yeah, but that old bastard. What's her face? Oh, Sister Jean and the Loyola Ramblers. No, Loyola, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. The worst part was I was against Loyola. That was so frustrating. Oh, my God. It's so funny. Rach was like rooting against Loyola because she's like, that woman put a curse on the line night and all this. I was like, it's this old nun lady. I don't know if she cares that much. It's pretty all these like religiously affiliated schools going deep in the tournament. Because this year was St. Peter's, I assume, are is also like Yeah, I think yeah. so. Gibby, you're the forefront on religious abilities here. I mean, I, I guess what I guess what's your question? I'm I'm kinda lost. I mean, was this the, the year of St. Peter? Yeah. No, I touched by God. I, I don't think so. Not that I'm aware of. I'll have to consult my other religious consultants. Nuni. Yeah, like, that's my, that's my the, usual go-to religious. Yeah, game, but, who, but who who won in the end? It was still it was still Kansas. I don't think Kansas. Still Kansas. Is. Yep. Kansas definitely. They're going to vacate that like that championship next year. Mm-hmm. It was a There's very a, the final four was very like all the old school names though right it was kind of it yeah. was kind of funny I think a lot of people were like oh Gonzaga or Arizona or whoever it ended up being like the four like usual suspects yeah it was it was good though I mean I think the the game of the whole tournament was probably Duke versus UNC I don't know if you guys watched that at all or no yeah that one was crazy that was insane yeah right oh my god that I've never seen a game that like hyped and I like. I hate Duke. I know Gibby probably loves Coach K and Duke because he's Mr. Bandwagon, but fuck that. No, I was so I, happy when they lost. I mean, Gibby I don't understand Duke. why you have such hate. Like, what did Duke do to you that you no, have fuck, such hate no, no, to I Duke? No, no, tell me. Why would you hate Duke more than you hate UNC, the UNC team that kicked us out of the one shot that we had towards championship? Okay, first On of all, our 100-year anniversary. Duke, I hate Coach K. He's the one I have a problem with. It's just because he coaches Duke that I have to have a problem with Duke. Wait, he's what, like, what, so smart. Why didn't you like Coach K? Why oh, do you hate so Coach K? He's so smarmy. He always thinks he's the greatest thing to happen to college basketball since, I don't know, Michael Jordan. He will literally berate his own, like, his like the, the student paper writers for asking him questions. He'll be a complete asshole to everybody he comes across because he's like, well, I'm Coach K. I'm the god of basketball. Get out of here. Go off to retirement, you old man. (laughs) Let me ask you this. Do you like Popovich? I love Popovich. He is not like Coach K. 
the things you described sounded like pretty much like Popovich to me. Right Are there. you kidding? Have you ever seen the press conferences where there's like this like 19 year old kid who asked Coach K a question? He's like, who are you to ask that question of me? And it's like, what the fuck? He's a fucking kid. Like, he doesn't know better. Like, he's majoring in journalism. What the, what the <laughs> fuck are you to be a dick to this kid? <laughs> but he's going to be mean, like, I mean, he's. it makes sense that he's going to be questioned by college kids versus Popovich is going to be questioned by experienced reporters. It's, yeah, but Popovich will just be like, it's like Popovich and Belichick are a different level. You know, they have, it's like they're not being assholes to like people who are like way beneath them. And like Coach K will like, be mad at players for not doing stuff on other teams. It's like, bro, that's not your team. So shut the hell up. Like you don't, who the fuck cares, but he'll get pissed oh. off at other teams players. And like later on, tell the coach like, well, that your player should not have done that. Like that, let him coach his team. You don't have to coach that team too. I don't know. Hmm. Coach K just bothers me. Well, he's I'm gone totally now. So that you should be happy. Yeah. Watch. He'll, he'll come out of retirement. He'll be like Brett Favre. You mean Tom Brady? Tom Brady doesn't count. He's allowed to do whatever he wants. <laughs> don't bring him in don't don't yeah, bring what? him into the mix i mean word to I, will smith uh keep his name out of your fucking mouth saying okay? <laughs> oh my gosh yeah yeah i, I don't want to get slapped oh my god that we, we have to address the will smith thing at some point i know you guys did last time but we barely did but i would love to hear your guys opinion oh yeah, let's just take go, a left go, turn and go just f- do it go for Say, it Amar. Amar, give us your take on it well i saw it uh happen and i i you thought it was happened live yeah, I'm one of like the five people that actually watches the Oscars <laughs> every year. Fair enough. Yeah, well, I actually watch all the like all the Best Picture nominees. There was like mm-hmm. ten this year, so I, I, I see them and then I kind of, you know, waste a Sunday night watching the Oscars. Um, <laughs> well, okay, okay. So hold on, hold on, hold on. Side, side side quest for a second. You watched all ten. What did you think should win, or should have won, or yeah. was it Coda? So I I really liked Coda. Actually, I thought that was like like a good pick. Um, it was like a super nice, it's, it's different than the typical like Oscars picks, which are, I don't know. They always like love the kind of um, like topics that talk about the industry, you know, like, mm-hmm. like Birdman and like those kind of movies like tend to win when they yeah, get Moonlight, nominated. I think, or... Moonlight was, yeah. Moonlight, or, or they talk about like social things, right? Like Moonlight yeah. or, um, you know, power of the dog, like social commentary kind of stuff. Right. But uh, Coda is just like a feel-good film, so I like, really liked it. Actually, I thought it was good, um, and it was, was kind of nice to see it win. I thought Belfast was really good. I thought like the just it was just really beautiful, um, good, good like mm-hmm. acting, good. I haven't seen that like, one yet. Script, yeah, that was awesome. Um, but yeah, there was just way too many nominees. Like ten is just too much. There was like they, five they that up, I'm like, there's no way that a couple years ago from win. five to ten. Yeah, just too much. That's just too so. much. But, All right, why right do the so many? Is it just so everyone goes out to watch these films, or is this like a legit? I it's it's a great question. I think they, I would recommend that they go back down to like five or six. <laughs> yeah. Keep it manageable. Where every where every movie is nominated actually is like a, a legit contender, you know. Um but yeah, no, I so I was I was watching it. I think you know, uh Chris Rock came out to to talk about the best documentary, right? Like Questlove ended up winning that. But yeah, I can't uh, remember. We, we thought it was we thought it was staged at first. They, I mean, they cut the volume, right? They, they, they cut the audio. So, uh, that's, that was kind of like, wait, why would they cut the audio? You could still see Will Smith, like 
just verbalizing something and everybody looking like in shock and Chris yeah. Rock being in shock for like a few seconds. But the guy, I credit, man, he rolled with it. Like he, he continued. Well, He's like, but great as that of television. <laughs> yeah. yeah like, that's yeah. Um, props to him. <laughs> well, actually, for, no, he, he said, Will Smith just slapped the shit out of me. Yeah, out of me. There's some good quotes coming out of that. Um, I like to tell people on the street, like, you know, get my wife's name out of your fucking mouth. Like if that's a good one, I'm gonna use that for sure. Um, but, uh, yeah, like right away, like Deja and I looked on, on Twitter and, she, and I'm like, there's no way, like five seconds later, like there's no way people are going to be talking about this. Um, sure enough, there's like some Japanese feed that she found, which went through the, 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 the full like play by play, what happened in, in real time. And like the poor Japanese, uh, you know, commentator is like translating what everybody is saying like what will smith is saying what you know mm-hmm. chris rock is saying like yeah, in Japanese. Really, yeah. but the audio was all you know like just unedited audio so we're like holy shit that actually happened that was crazy um and then yeah then and then you know when he won um best actor and then they talked about how he wanted to go party uh that night at, like the vanity fair party and stuff i was just like this is just so weird like do people forget that he just slapped somebody? <laughs> yeah. No, I was like, it sounded like that was the best uh, actor role right there. His acceptance speech after, because I was like, this sounds so contrived at this point. Yeah. I don't know if it was or not, but oh. well, and then everybody was upset that there was a standing ovation for him at when he won. Yeah, which is I, like, I, I I get it. I mean, that's that's a weird situation to be in. I don't know that standing ovation would be called for if everybody was just just witness him slap another man right. in the room. <laughs> it was like some random Joe Schmo. Oh, we separate the artist from the art. So, <laughs> so, I, think really some, so I think they probably would have escorted him out the building, right? Oh, Will yeah. Smith was like, he's like, ah, you know, he's nominated, he's popular. And I'm pretty sure the Academy didn't want to like take action or they weren't incentivized to take action. Also, I'm sure the, the viewership went off like through the roof. Like when the slap happened, I'm sure a bunch of people tuned in. So, yeah, but see, that's the thing. Like once, I mean, are you at that point tuning in to see the acceptance speech if he wins or like, it's not like he's going to go back on the stage and pummel him. Like, so what are you really tuning in for? Like I mean, people just, people just want to see the fallout. I think is all it is. Maybe. Uh, wait, so what, oh yeah, Martin, what was your yeah. take on it though? Who was in the wrong? What do you think of it? Oh, Will Smith is clearly in the wrong. In my opinion, mm-hmm. I thought, um, Chris Rock, Chris Rock, Came out looking great, and his his like stand up special tickets are gonna be. Yeah, they're, like, they're getting sold out now. <laughs> yeah, man, that guy, that guy is gonna. Yeah, and he's got. That was I like mean, a good ticket for him. He's got some good material oh. now too, right? Like, <laughs> I can't um, wait for that next stand up where he talks about it. That's gonna be. Really that. cool. He's in his life. Like, he was in Boston or something, and it was like, guys, I got some material prepared. I'm not gonna talk about what happened. I'm still processing that shit, but don't worry, it'll be in my next uh, my next special. Yeah, that's so. when we have to all go see. Yeah. Give me what about you? Are you team Will or team uh, Chris? So I'm definitely team. Uh, well, team Chris definitely like okay. on Chris's side. For a but uh, I <laughs> do think I do think Chris Rock's. Um, you know, Chris Rock should have known better than to uh, make fun of somebody for you know a disease or an ailment but that they have. But do you think he knew about it? I honestly did not think he knew about it. I think it I was public. Know. I think it was public. Well. I, I don't I know if it was public, but it was known enough that he should have known. I don't know. Dude. Like, well, I didn't, okay, so I didn't not, know about it prior, defending, but not that I'm defending uh, anybody, but when, any, when, whenever that argument comes up, it's just like, Oh, like she's been very public about it and she's been talking about it. That's the same thing as like, 
you talking to me and being like, oh, dude, didn't you see my Instagram or my Facebook post? I'm like, uh, I'm sorry, I, I haven't been keeping up, right? Like, that, yeah. that's like literally the argument there where it's just like, oh, well, she posted it on Instagram. Will Smith should have known. No, also, but that's it's like Chris, a little bit Chris, different Chris, because oh Chris God, Rock is like an, an entertainer and he's the host for the night and he's picking and like making fun, you know, like, you know, the whole night on different individuals. So it's a much different platform. And, you know, I, I figure he has writers and folks to kind of help him do that, do that stuff. So I would have thought that stuff would be vetted out before. But I think, I, would I mean, come in those moments, when you're that level of like stand up comedian, I think you literally, like five minutes before you're that, you're so funny. You can just go on the stage and be like, let me look at that person. Oh, yeah, fuck yeah, here, let me make this joke. Like, you don't really vet anything, you don't pre write it. You just kind of just do it in the moment. Like, I'm sure for the Oscars, he, he had it prepared. I think Gibson has a good point there. Like, I'm, I'm sure that. You know, he had some jokes written out. He ran it by some writers, or, or, or they wrote for him, and he kind of edited. I'm, I'm sure of it. At the same time, I'm like, she's got alopecia. She doesn't have like cancer. Not or cancer guys. Yeah. Like, yeah, it's, 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 it's not a life threatening thing. It's something that, like, you know, I think there's degrees of like, okay, where, you know, what, where's the line, right? To me, yeah. like, this is fine. I actually did think thought the joke wasn't even that good, and I didn't even make the connection. I had no idea about this condition. For, that she had um i was like i was confused by the whole gi jane thing <laughs> i was just like oh <laughs> okay and then and, and then i found out later i'm like oh okay this is what happened and then apparently there's some history between them too oh now, really i didn't know about that yeah yeah there's a really funny joke i don't know if i'm allowed to say it on the podcast yeah, wait, actually, we, we, we do so. every want no one listens to us if that's in the fcc or whatever so. yeah so, hey, so i think there's uh, that person from florida that supposedly listens right yeah that's the only one. Oh, there's somebody from florida okay <laughs> well then i appreciate this joke but um i think back in like 2015 or 2016 or something or maybe it was after that when uh you know a lot of like prominent um uh black actors and actresses were kind of boycotting the Oscars because it's like uh, Oscar so white stuff. Mm-hmm. Oh, so yeah. I think Jada, Jada Pinkett Smith was one of them. It was uh, so Mark, real quick. So it was when uh, Will Smith did that movie concussion and he didn't get nominated for the Oscar. So it was right after that. So she was pissed off that he didn't get invited. Oh, that was the reason she didn't yeah. go. Okay. I thought it was yeah. like a, okay. cause he didn't okay. get nominated. Did, so the guy did she slap somebody because he wasn't invited? No. no. Yeah. She should have. <laughs> no, but, but Chris Rock just made a joke. Um, cause I guess Jada awesome. said that she wasn't invited. Right. Or something. Yeah. Um, she, so basically, she boycotted the Oscars because he wasn't nominated. Okay. And then Chris Rock made fun of her slash Will Smith for it. And then here, Mar, say the line. This is the greatest fucking line. Yeah. He, he's like, you know, J- Jada, um, <laughs> Jada boycotting the Oscars is like me boycotting Rihanna's panties. I wasn't invited. That's a good, that's a hilarious joke. Okay. The, the Jada Jane thing, I'm like, eh, you know, but the, that, the, the Rihanna one was, was quite good. I thought. Oh so. my God. <laughs> no, I, I, I didn't think the joke was all that funny. Uh, I, I agree with that, but it's just, I, I think Will Smith definitely overreacted and kind of, you know, he should have known he better did. with with the amount of years of experience he has in the industry, right? Let's go ahead, Nardo. But in the moment, he didn't overreact. Remember, like, if you watch the video, he starts laughing at the joke, and then oh, yeah. he looks at Jada, <laughs> and then she's, like, pissed. And he's like, oh, fuck, okay, I guess I got to go up there. And then he notices Chris Rock, little Chris Rock. He's like, all right, I can take this guy. Let me go slap him real quick. 
you know, if it was anyone else, he's not getting off his seat. He'd be like, fuck no. We'll, we'll, we'll talk about it later. We'll send him a text message. But luckily it was Chris Rock, of all people. I feel like all the memes coming out of this are just incredibly – they're just incredible. <laughs> I mean, it just everything right. is from there. But it's – it's one of those things where you look at it and you're like, okay, you can you can simultaneously look at that and be like, okay, it's it was a joke in poor taste, but Will Smith was definitely in the wrong. You know, like there's no there's no reason you should be getting up and like physically assaulting someone, let alone in on a camera in front of like millions of people watching. I like I I don't know. I it's it's interesting to see what the fallout will be like for his career because it's just like I don't believe he will ever live that moment down. Like he might go on and like win Oscars and whatever in the future, but he will never live that moment down just because no. it was it was so ridiculous. And it's yeah, crazy. Yeah, he consider dropping him, I think. Um I don't think they they will, but they they talked about it. So and the like some of the movies that are like planned um for him to to play lead actor in are like yeah, I think a lot of people are having uh you know, they're trying to like feel out what's going to happen before they they sort of move forward with with him in, in big I mean, roles. I don't think she get canceled. Just around the same page, like I don't, I don't think so either. I, I think like he apologized. He like whatever yeah. you know, resigned from the academy, which basically all that means is like you just don't vote, I guess, on stuff. But you can still get invited and you can still get nominated. Oh so yeah. Then, oh okay. Then, I thought he couldn't get nominated or win any kind of Oscar again. No, no. I think okay. he just he's just not like a voting member of. The Hollywood elite or whatever. Which that in that case, is. like I resign as well, right? You know, um, as long as I can get <laughs> Similar to how Chris Rock wasn't invited to Rihanna's yeah, panties. Not, I wasn't invited to the Oscars. No, I boycotted the Oscars. Sorry. No, yeah. Omar's taking a big stance. I like it. I approve of this. Um, what so, the fuck were we talking about before you got So here? I have an interesting, well, it's a, it's a tangent. We were talking about the final can, four, I think. No, Gibby. No, just go on Gibby's tangent. Wherever Gibby's going. All right, Gibby, take it. Give you do it. So I I saw you know, and we don't have to talk a lot about this. I just want to hear you guys' opinion on this. <laughs> I see a bar smile. I was like, oh man, Omar like, knows uh, what's coming. <laughs> He's lived with you. He knows what you're bringing. Does we're all like, waiting impatiently? Give give it to so anticipation right now. Okay, so one of the uh, posts that I saw right with related to this is like, okay, um, a lot of people are saying. Will Smith is such a bad example to black kids uh, everywhere. Um, and and the post was saying, hey, why is it only, you know, why is Will Smith such a bad example to black kids everywhere? But when a white person goes up and um, maybe did something equally bad or not worse, they never say, hey, why is... This 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 white guy is a bad example to white kids everywhere. You know they don't they didn't say that about. I, I don't know. I can't I can't think of who was that Frank Underwood guy. It's Kevin Spacey. They oh, Kevin ne- Spacey. they never they didn't say that about him or you know they they never they never say say it that way. But when it's a, I guess when it's a black role model, they'll say that about that race. So I wanted to hear what you guys' thoughts. I thought that was interesting. That's so deep for this podcast. Just sorry, things, but... I... no, don't, don't be sorry. <laughs> Zane, go for it. You were about to say something, so go. Oh, I just said it sounds a little racist to me. I mean, the the whole like reaction to this situation has brought out. I don't know, like Gibson's saying, like there's 
the the reaction from all different angles has kind of like shown more about like the people talking about it rather than you know what actually happened. Like at the end of the day, like I, okay, the sad thing ultimately is that like it seems as though. Will Smith is going through some shit in his life, like to be at a place where you cannot control your emotions in that kind of situation. But now it's just like literally everybody around the world is commenting on it. And yeah, I don't know. So that, that post or, you know, I I saw similar things, Gibby. And I think it's just like, I don't know. I, I hate to, I hate to use the term, but just like, yeah, I mean, institutional like racism, right. Or white privilege or however you want to look at it. And I, 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 I say those terms and I fucking hate those terms. Like I really dislike the term white privilege. I dislike the term like institutional racism. I understand that they exist, but I feel like they're they're often like thrown out as I don't know, some kind of like scapegoat for everything. But in this case, it's just like, yeah, if somebody like if that person is saying that about the situation, to me it says more about that person than anything about Will yeah. Smith. It's like the you Fox I mean? News it's like the Fox News take of the world of like how there's no reason to bring race into it, but now we're gonna bring race into it for just some sort of storyline like whatever will smith did as a human is dumb and immature but there's nothing that's like if it was any other race it'd be still just dumb and immature just because he's black doesn't make him a bad role model if he was white it doesn't make him a bad like it's just it's equal across any board but now just because you're saying because he's black he's a bad role model like it it just i don't know i feel like it's just a immature stupid take by fox newsers yeah, mm. I, I agree. I, I think it's, I think it's because like the, the you know the Oscars in general have been like this predominantly white thing forever, right? And so the minor any minority groups, if if there's any kind of newsworthy thing that happens, uh, like among somebody who associates with a minority group, like they're gonna get seen in that lens, and you don't have the same thing. I think with like you know white actors and actresses. No, yeah. Uh, I was like, there's that one white guy who eats people, apparently, Army Hammer or something. I don't know what the fuck he did. But <laughs> no, like, yeah. I, yeah, like, I remember hearing something weird about him, too. Yeah, I had some crazy. Yeah, we we'll watched this movie recently. All white people, Neuron. Yeah, like, he's such a bad role model. He eats human beings or something. <laughs> <laughs> like, you know. like, no, I, it's just I guess. Those... M- Go ahead. Sorry, Leonardo. No, I'm just saying. It's just one of those things where like, I feel like people choose to bring race to it because they want to drive home the point that this person's bad because not just because what they did, but because they are doing it poorly for so many people beyond them. And it's like, it sucks. But like, remember when Kamala Harris was going for the debate, they're like, well, she can't be too, too emotional, too invested because she'll come off as the angry black woman. She'll fall into that narrative. And it's like, it sucks. Like we, as you know, you know, Brown guys, like we, we don't know what it's like to walk in their shoes. Like we don't know what it's like to be a black guy walking in this world who has, a different stigma put on him and like yeah maybe he is coming out as a bad role model but it's like he shouldn't be and that's not even like a point of this conversation you're just bringing race into it at that point that's how i feel well the the other thing too is like and and just to expand on what i was saying earlier it's like who's saying it right gibson like if it's any white person saying it i just roll my eyes but if it's a black mom who has a son like saying it then i'm like Okay, like I can understand where she's coming from because for her, the the race of the actor and who he is, and you know his standing as somebody um, as a role model for her son, who maybe wants to get into acting or just looking up to you know black celebrities. Like I can understand that having a completely different context coming from you know a black parent. 
Does it make sense? Yeah, no, that makes sense. I guess my quick take on it was, um, when when I first saw it, I I just thought it was interesting. I was like, oh, I didn't think about it that way. Um, I, I I don't recall who the who who made the comment, right? So I I, I don't remember that. But um, I guess my take on it was like, okay, is it because there's not, you know, I guess if you're in a particular group of people, is there not enough role models in that group that you're relying on the so few uh, that w- even when one of that few you know, kind of drops in the eyes of, eyes of society, you're kind of like take a hit as a group. Whereas, I, I don't know, with, you know, with the white race, maybe there is more, much more role, you know, role models in that group. But think, uh, just because they've give, been given the opportunity or something, you know, I, think, I, I, think I was in, like. And that topic, though, the what you're saying, I think it comes down to how media, um, weaponizes terminology and words and when you talk about like you know like you'll see someone who's brown skin muslim do something and now it's terrorism but you see a white guy do the same thing mental health like you'll see different terms for different people and the media kind of creates the narrative and now people that's are true that's true following the narrative and it just sucks because no. it's like one person's actions can't determine a whole society and but you're choosing to do it because you think that's going to give you ratings which sucks no, for everyone who falls against that standard like white people don't get the same uh they don't get the same harassment media wise as we would yeah that's true i right, sorry i, I didn't want to take us into a tangent don't be go sorry ahead, no, no. i mean you know what? Yeah, if, you're, if that's on your mind you don't fucking go for it i feel um, like that was better than all the other topics we have what are you talking about? Gibson loves Duke is very Gibson thought-provoking. <laughs> I like. I still don't know where you came up with that. Oh, can you jump to your weird quirks one? I'm really curious about this one. Oh, or did you have quirks? something else queued up? No, I had nothing. I like I said, this is just a loose, uh, you know, loose uh, Gibson, plan. It's whatever for, you want to talk yeah. about. Yeah, whatever. We're pretty much putting a microphone in front of you, Gibby, and letting you lead the way. But I right, do any of you has weird quirks? This is something that came up. I have like a few, but like two that I'll just say right now until someone else strikes something. One, I don't like having dishes overnight. It sounds weird. Like one or two plates fine, but at night before bed, I'll do the dishes just because I'm weird like that. Anyone else have this or no? I have the same. No, you know what that sounded like? That that sounded like the uh, that stupid interview question of like, tell me what's your greatest weakness? Oh, my greatest <laughs> weakness is I'm I'm too awesome, man. Like I just I'm too like I just I'm just I'm just such a great worker that I have like no work life balance. No, I was like, I was just trying to be fucking hygienic, and he's like, yeah, I'm sorry, that's what makes me weird. <laughs> it was like, I don't think it's a weird quirk though. I, I I yeah, like I mean, it's a good quirk to have. Yeah, it's like a, it's like a habit, right? It's like a nice, yeah. it's a positive <laughs> habit. You're like. Oh, I have a weird quirk. Like I run two miles a day, you know, like it's no, it's like, a, it's a good habit. Right. It's like, yeah. Right? yeah. I was like, it's that. And then all like, okay, so we were hanging our clothes after we did the laundry for like, you know, like delicates you hang. And I'm like, I have to put all my clothes facing to the right. So all the collars face, right. Rachel, like, what the fuck are you talking about? I'm like, it's just, I don't know why it's just, they all have to face one direction. And, and I was like, that's what caused that's me to have part. this whole idea. Oh, I th- I think I do that too. I can't have it face in opposite directions. That's yeah. weird to me. I mean, I can. Way. I'll just think about it later for the rest of the day <laughs> if I see it. Is, is it a guy thing? I don't know. Like, if I had like 
it doesn't make sense. Why would you like you know you can just turn it when you hang it? Like why would you not do it? But I don't know. The weird things I do. How about you guys? Do you have any weird quirks that you're you're you know you feel like other people might not understand, but it just it, to you it makes sense. I, I, I feel I, like I've won. Or go, Gibson, go you want to go first? No, no, no. Well, let me just say this quick thing, and Amari, you can go. Uh, <laughs> I, I feel like this is a question you should ask Jocelyn because, like, she would probably like she list would be out like, like a, a million podcasts on this if we did this. <laughs> Her weird quirk is though when you guys order fries or something. I still remember this to this day. She won't share them with you or something. Yeah, she needs. You know, she needs to get. We need to get our own separate fries. Otherwise, there's a fight, you know, that... Is that your quirk? That hurts. That she, hers. Won't allow, like, she won't allow... Like, really? Is there some, like, like scar tissue there? Like, what have you done to her that she doesn't want to share? <laughs> no, this is... I, no, I mean, okay. <laughs> I think we, this is my first question. Are they kimchi fries? And you know what I'm talking about. <laughs> <laughs> like Zane's bad party comeback. I, no, I think we've talked about this before, uh, Naran. So... It, you know, because for example, you can get more in like one large fry than you can in like maybe two small fries. You know, so you know it makes sense just to get the one large fry, split it up, and share it, right? Or extra large, mm-hmm. whatever you want to do. But you know, she needs to get her own fry, and to me, that was like the weirdest thing. It's like, why wouldn't you just get the bigger one, and we can just split, yeah, split it, it? You know. Yeah, um, that's, that's anyway, always made me laugh so hard. Because every time we get like fries, I was like, "Fuck it!" <laughs> like this was Justin. Justin, like, oh fuck! <laughs> it's like the episode of Friends where Joey doesn't share food. That's literally the thought I had when it happened. <laughs> I sorry, Amar, go ahead. Uh, well, I, think I, I see you have more quirks, so we'll come back to you, um, Gibson. <laughs> I mean, I can name a few probably on your behalf, but I, I have one that um, really like pisses off uh, Deja is. She she does this thing that drives me nuts where like you know there'll be like a bag of cheese right and it's got like the Ziploc kind of you know closure and she'll like she'll zip it up with you know paying no mind to like how much air is trapped in. Oh, in I was gonna say, is there air in it? <laughs> and I ha- I go and I I reopen it I seal I I literally put my hand I'm like you know like all up against the cheese I'll like I'll sort of <laughs> compact it down and then reseal it and I do this with everything like that. And so I didn't actually notice that this was like, you know, a problem, I guess, until she kind of pointed it out. I mean, she's just like, <laughs> she's like, you literally go back and you, you, you redo all of my ceiling, no matter what it is. And I'm like, yeah, like I, it is kind of a, an obsession of mine. I think I just have to make sure that there's no, like, there's no air. air in anything. Yes. Yeah. I'm going to buy you a vacuum sealer. For the next time we see you. <laughs> I think that's what it is. Like I used to I mean you guys know my my parents have that grocery store in mm-hmm. uh in Devon. <laughs> and we used to literally vacuum seal uh, you know, like packs of flour and whatever, right? So I think it comes from like years of just like toiling away at the damn store, like just like sealing these packs uh, over and over <laughs> again. I'm, I'm guessing that's what that's what sort of like planted this kind of need. For me to make sure everything is sort of, uh, I mean, that's like that, that's a but. that's a very good that's a very good guess as to what it would be. I mean, it makes a lot of, it makes logic sense. I would say because I, I was my follow up question to you was going to be like, is it uh like 
sanitizer type of thing or you just don't want like air in there to get the food bad or what no i think it's just something that i instinctually do and then yeah every once in a while i come across an article that's like oh how to like preserve your food longer how to how to like avoid mold and stuff and i'll be like oh yes like this is why i do it right <laughs> and then i'll kind of like send that article to her and stuff I was like say, that. did but, you send it to her to be like see this is why i do it or are you just yeah. kind of like victory for a mark yeah i, I do but it's if, if i were to really like like deep down inside like that's not the reason why it's just there's, some, there's something else <laughs> like, there's just a quirk in me that makes me do it but i like to yeah. act like this is the reason yeah zane how about you anything weird uh, I mean, I feel like this is more of a pet peeve than a weird quirk, but I, like, I, I cannot, I cannot have uh time left on the microwave when there's nothing in there. So, you know how like sometimes you like oh, yeah. you pull stuff out and I'm just uh-huh. like, I, I, it feels like it's going to just start randomly and just like explode. <laughs> I don't know. Like the, the timer, like if, if you leave like five seconds on there, I feel uh-huh. like something's going to happen. All of a sudden it's going to turn back on and like finish the five seconds and then whatever melt whatever is so what do you I, I do so like you just let the microwave keep running or do you just hit clear hit clear no I, okay. I don't let it keep running i mean the thing is like i'm good about it right but whenever i'm like visiting my parents or you know with with people and it's just like like who who left this on? Like, you don't understand how dangerous <laughs> this is. <laughs> have to go clear it. The whole house can explode right now because we left the microwave at three seconds. You never know, man. You never know. Oh. I just don't like things counting down, I guess. It's weird Maybe. Are you – okay, wait. I want to hear Gibby's but real quick. Do you guys all set alarms for yourselves or no? Yes. Yeah, I do. Gibby? Sometimes. If I need to catch a flight or something, yeah. How about in the morning <laughs> when you have to wake up? You- <laughs> do you naturally wake up? No, I, you know, with Caden and with, you know, Jocelyn gets up before me and, you know, usually somebody's up before me. So, all right. Cause I was like, Raish is like someone who doesn't set alarms and I'm totally the guy who sets alarms. And I'm like, in my head, I'm like, if I didn't set an alarm, I'd wake up at five o'clock and every five minutes I'd wake up being like, fuck, I have to be up in six 30. I was like, oh shit, did I miss it? No, I'm awake. And I'm like, I never understood the people who cannot, who just don't set alarms. Wait, that's so that's an interesting one. So how, like, how has she made it this far in life getting to where she needs to be on time? She just, she just wakes up. Like, I, I have no idea how her body just knows to wake her up. I don't know if she just wakes up every five minutes. Like it's, it's the craziest thing. And I have no idea. Like I would, I would Wait, who wakes up out. first in the morning. She does usually. So maybe it's the sun. I have no idea. Huh? Okay. That's, that's actually like the impressive. Kramer, you know, like Kramer body clock thing where he's like, the okay, nine o'clock. Clock. Yeah, and then just, that's it. <laughs> it's it's so weird to me. I, like I can never imagine going to bed if I had to wake up without setting the alarm, and she just does it. I have no idea how she does it, but I was like, this is the weirdest shit in the world to me. Sorry, that's like a side note on the whole weird quirks before we got to Gibby's. I, it, Gibby. Well, I I've been using all this time to think of a weird quirk, but I I have. I have well, no I'm idea. I, I'm sure I, I have like a million. Amar's got, got some for you, you. you. Okay, tell me, Amar. Well, your sleeping habits. I mean, I just like living with you. You never. You were you were always like up at night. I don't know when you ever went to sleep, but then anytime you'd be in class, you you literally your head is like off. Like it's like <laughs> it, it is like. Yeah, it's like <laughs> in the seat. Like you are not paying attention. Like I, I don't. I don't know how you made it through. That uh, awesome. engineering because i just i just don't remember you being awake for any of it um <laughs> to be honest like no yeah it was it was, it was it was a miracle like, shoe. but yeah 
I, I remember one time. Well, this is not this is not about your sleeping habits. Is this is like when we moved in together? I think it was junior year, um, and I think I came back from class. I was taking a nap in my room. Like I th- I believe I closed the door. Okay, I remember closing the door, going into my bed, taking a nap. I wake up and Gibson is standing over me with the biggest smile on his face. <laughs> what? That sounds creepy. And I, and I was just like, I, yeah, I was, I was, I was terrified. I'm like, what the hell happened, man? I was checking my body. I'm like, did he do something? Like, um, he literally just came in. He's just, I, I wake up to his smiling face standing over me. <laughs> and that kind of set the tone for the rest of the the, the roommate relationship. Yeah, like I now I know well, what I got myself into. No, I mean we moved in sophomore year together, right? No, no junior skyline. Oh, was junior year. You're right. Oh crap, you're right. Yeah. Oh wow, that that did set. The, I guess that did set the tone. So <laughs> I I think I remember this. I I felt like I came into your room to I don't know either to grab something or you know um, I don't I don't remember what it was. Why are you coming into my room to grab something though? Yeah, I, I don't know if it, I don't know if you were if you had. Like, cause you had the car in the house, so I didn't know if I needed to grab the car or something. I I, I don't remember <laughs> what it was. Um, anyway, um, cause I felt like okay, then I felt like somebody's staring at me, so I look at you, <laughs> and at that same moment, at, at that same moment, I I felt like somebody's staring at me, so I was like, I look at you. And at the same time, I think you open your eyes, and I think I start <laughs> so smiling we're because both in shock at this point. <laughs> this okay. is crazy. This I start crazy. smiling because it's like, oh wow, you're you're awake, and you're. I, I mean, I I think you just opened your eyes at that point, so it was like, oh, you woke up and you're <laughs> awake, and I'm like, oh, I thought you were staring. You know, I'm thinking all this in my head. I thought you were staring at me, but I'm here staring at you. So I, I, that, that's all going in through my head. So I'm like smiling because I'm like laughing to myself. So I think that's what happened is what I'm how, thinking. How long were you guys living together when this happened? I, I don't think it was long, right? I think this was pretty, this is pretty soon into our junior year. So that's why I said it kind of set the tone to, you know, I'm like, okay, never can never be fully <laughs> you know, just like asleep, just made you ready for what you're fully asleep. Two years I, I, of living I, with Gibby. It's like a couple weeks. I'm waking up and like, oh shit, is Gibson like <laughs> staring at me? No, okay. Was this when you lived in Champagne? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Because I was like, wait, what? Because Champagne first, then Urbana, right? And then was Urbana when you guys had that random roommate that worked at Antonio's would bring you guys pizza? Yeah, first semester, um, senior senior year. Yeah, Gibby, was that the greatest thing that's ever happened to you that you get pizza all the time from Antonio? I mean, it was it was nice. I think all of us had an equal love of that uh, relationship. You know, he, he used to bring us pizza and Do you remember you know, his name? Offer... Craig. Oh, is it? okay. I, was, I didn't know if it was actually Craig or if you just said the name. Oh, CJ. CJ, right? CJ, yeah. He had some quirks. He had some quirks. Like, I remember um he he would drive without his hands, which I thought was like incredibly dangerous. But he actually like, yeah, I mean, he was like a d- delivery driver for Antonio's Pizza. So he oh, is that what? okay, I was like, what the yeah, hell? Yeah, so like, I got to ride with him a couple times, just you know, to Granger or whatever. And he literally didn't use his hands. 
It was it was crazy. What the fuck was he doing with his hands that he couldn't <laughs> use them to drive? Nothing. Like he's just you know he's just gesturing whatever. He's yeah. There's nothing. I mean, he's just using his knees to drive. I was um, saying, that doesn't make it sound old. Yeah, but there's not really unlimited texting at that point or data on your phone. Yeah, yeah. I, I don't know what he was doing, but I do remember when Jignesh came back to take his spot. We kind of we kind of like pushed back on Jignesh. You know, we were like <laughs> like like. <laughs> there's no value added with Jignosh, you know what I mean? Like this guy, at least he he had the pizza he would bring. He he also he also the liquor store, right? Didn't like didn't he bring like occasionally like booze and oh, stuff? He had a lot of like, different the retail. That's jobs true. And then he had um he had a he also had a big ass tent. You know, remember that one uh, that he used for like events and stuff? Because he. Use it? <laughs> Because he was like, um, wasn't he in one of those pyramid schemes, I want to say? The one that Jiggy was in? Jignesh Jignesh was, by the way, too, yeah. Yeah. I think you're getting your roommates confused here. No, no, no. But CJ was in charge. You know, he had something going on the side like that. So I don't remember. So he used to do, like, events with that, so with the tent and whatnot. So eventually, by the end of the year, we he just left the tent there. And then I think we ended up chucking it out. Um, that was. I just remember when Amar fell through the screen door. At that yeah, place. my own party. Yeah, oh, I think that was unofficial, like, right? Unofficial. Yeah. I just true. remember. I just remember whatever Halloween party you guys had at your place, and I think it was a sophomore year. Some dude runs in with a gorilla mask and only a gorilla mask. <laughs> That's like art. <laughs> the cow stories are. Fucking I think cool. I because we have no one. idea who that was. We had people, we had a party once where um, we were doing this, this stupid thing that we thought was cool. It was like taking old liquor bottles, put, filling them with water and putting a highlighter, oh God, uh, you know, like the highlighter like fluid basically in each of them. Mm-hmm. And uh, we had a party where a bunch of randos ended up showing up. There was like tons of people, right, Gibson? I mean, it was like, oh yeah, it, it was, was crazy. crazy. And uh, towards the end of the night, somebody gives us a heads up. They're like, hey man, like. You know, I think your your stash is dying down. People are drinking uh, the, <laughs> the 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 bottles of water with a highlighter fluid in it, uh, and I'm like, I don't know who these people are. There's probably gonna be some people dead tomorrow. Like, I'm not sure. What's gonna happen. <laughs> and the next morning, like, I mean, everything was cleared out. Everything was gone. Like, like oh, the water was water. gone in these things. Yeah, it was it was a good amount gone. Yeah, I I I was afraid. You know, I guess this is what happens when you run out of alcohol at a party. You know, it's just. You know the people. Yeah, that's, I mean, not, not to like not put you know like have dumb people around uh, highlighter fluid. <laughs> Do you remember? When we used to, like, I think okay, your place that year was like the party place. Like I remember when like we were like, should we have something? Nah, fuck it. Let's go to let's go to Gibby, Amar, Sadik, and uh, Jiggies because that place is a mess already. Like we're not looking to fuck up our place right now. You're talking yeah. about junior year, right? Yeah, junior year. Oh, what, what, was, what was the first event that was there? Was a Halloween? Was it? I there, think there was, some it was kind of actually, blue party. I remember this. I like think it was actually Cheryl's blue party. Yes. Okay. It was like early on in the year. And then I don't think you guys ever cleaned after that. No, that was, <laughs> that was it. <laughs> no, 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 no. We did. We did. Um, for, I think this is what happened. I think um, Malu Bar was happening. And oh, um, someone came and vacuumed your place after the whole year. Yeah. I think Nooney and um, somebody yeah. else. Uh, came and vacuumed uh, the place, and it was like the first time we saw like there because there was some thumbtacks on the floor, and then there was also like 
It was like a minefield. <laughs> and then the other thing was there was like all these like flurries, you know, like birthday. I I, I forget exactly what it what it was um, all across the floor. And they, they vacuumed all that up. So, I just remember. Well, thanks, yeah, thanks to Nuni. We had the tax up because um, we put those. We got convinced to put the lights up, right? Like the blue lights in the ceiling. Oh, yeah. With thumbtacks, okay? Which is a terrible <laughs> idea in these cheap champagne apartments. Literally, they're raining down on people, okay? As they're in the living room. Like, I, avo- I think I avoided the living room for a while. And eventually, I, I, I wanted to take down the lights. And they're like hitting me as I'm taking them down. <laughs> I mean, that was just so like. It's just like unnecessary danger, I think. Um, I still can't believe you guys got your security deposit back for that place. Yeah. Actually, the worst was when Gibby and them had the skylight place, and I think Bimmel's ass went through the wall like a few times. Just once. It was. Oh, it was just, just once? once. Okay. Made I a big you just have pictures of yourselves over it when you guys did the photo shoot. <laughs> that was just a cover for the whole year. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Wait, we needed oh, something man. to cover it up, right? You guys were so fucking crazy. You, yeah, you guys definitely had the most epic parties. Like ours were like nothing compared to yours. I mean, we only had that one party sophomore year. Uh, was it Nuni's birthday when Amar came over? Oh yeah, yeah Nuni and was, Zane's, right? I think Nuni and Zane's, but it was a little more Nuni's than Zane's. Which which year <laughs> was this? Remember the party we had in sophomore year at that one place on Springfield or oh, Stoughton or wherever? Dude, that Bailey Apartments. Yeah, that was it. Oh my god, that was a shit show. Yeah, we yeah. showed we show, we showed that video. Oh yeah, the first time the bad boys played. <laughs> we showed the, the bad. Boys. Can you that imagine? Video like, needs to go. Some, some <laughs> random. I, you know, what, to be honest, I don't, I don't. I don't have it anymore. So I think yeah, only Jiggy has it. You say you, you guys say this. <laughs> like, Trust me, Omar. If I had it, I would tell you that I have Omar, it. <laughs> Omar's gonna boycott this, guys. Um, okay, I'm sure our college experience was not as crazy as other people's at times. But yeah, that was, yeah. But it was pretty crazy, wasn't it, Nardo? All right, looks like Nardo's internet has given up on us. Are you guys still with me, Gibby, Omar? Yeah, I'm here. Omar? I'm here. I just seen her on Frozen. <laughs> wow, look <laughs> at that pose. At, I feel like we need to save Nardo's this. face. All right. Well, let's let's keep this going while Nardo hopefully makes it back. Um, Omar, I actually did want to get your thoughts on this because I was on the conversation a couple of weeks ago, whenever it was, but about baseball. Because I feel like you're—I don't—I don't know how much you follow baseball, Gibby, but I know Amar, you're a bigger fan. What are your thoughts on where the MLB currently is? And I—I lo- I know you guys love that complete left turn, but I'm going to blame you <laughs> <out of> for it. <laughs> um, I, you know, I've. I have, I honestly haven't been watching baseball that closely. Um, I, I know there's like the whole uh, strike and lockout um, talk, and then like you know the both the players and the owners sort of being on different pages and that whole like fiasco. But I'm not really looking forward to this year that much, to be honest with you. I think I'm pretty much like kind of how the Cubs go is how is like my attitude. Uh, towards baseball, like how interested I am, or how how uh, how much I'm looking forward to it this year. Um, this year, they're very clearly like they're not going to be good. They're sort of like rebuilding. I think they're trying to, you know, figure out what they have and all that. I think the owners are also like more interested in buying Chelsea Football Club at this point, mm-hmm. and you know, it's like so. I, I'll I'll watch uh, you know like the occasional game here and there, but yeah, it's not the same as how how kind of 
Like I, I used to. Yeah, yeah. I like going to games. I think they're they're basically you can kind of like go at your own pace at baseball games. Um, they're pretty casual, and it's nice like to, to go out to, uh, and kind of enjoy them. They're yeah, like. I'll probably try to go when the Cubs come here uh, to SF, um, play the Giants. But yeah, not not the season I'm most looking forward to, I got to say. Fair enough. Gibby, do you still follow baseball? No, not really. Um, I feel like it's, it, baseball is my least favorite sport out of the out of all the professional sports. So I, I don't follow it as much, but um, obviously still root for my Chicago teams, obviously. I know it's as tough as as tough as it is, man, to root for freaking Chicago teams. Well, so this brings us to one of the other things that Nardo had brought up, but I, I think it's perfect because he's he's the only one who's still in Chicago, so he doesn't need to contribute to this. <laughs> um, but what do you guys miss about Chicago? His his whole topic here was like Chicago people love Chicago, and Amar, you've been away for how many years now? Actually, you both have been away for it's quite a while, a time. yeah, like yeah. eight years, maybe. Oh. Gibby, when did you leave? Uh, I left in 2013, so it's been what almost it'll be nine years this July. Oh, so we left at the same time, Gibson, because I was so I guess nine years for me. Yeah, I left in like the uh, August or so. Yeah, uh, 2013. Okay. Yeah. All right, I'll I'll let Amar go first here. <laughs> okay. <laughs> well, let, um, let, let me direct it. Let well, me direct it a little bit more, so it's not so yeah, open ended. Yeah. Wait, start with this. Would you ever consider moving back to Chicago now that you've been away for a bit? Yeah, I think if it was like me solo making the decision, I think possibly. Um, I think now that I'm I'm married and you know the wife has like her whole like her job is here, family is here. Um, like there's like realistically no chance we're probably going to come back <laughs> and also she she claims she has um sad which is seasonal affective disorder and she's like i just can't handle the winters you know i have sad so i'm like okay what do you say to that right um literally uh she like to the point where i can't even go skiing with her in tahoe here because she doesn't oh, like to see snow and and like you know even if it's just for like a weekend or something Whoa. okay yeah, she's, she's like literally wants to stay inside and and it's funny because she loves the outdoors um hey duran's back welcome back duran we're talking about I'm chicago people loving chicago oh and my god these guys, okay if these guys, guys would ever move back did yeah. anyone say yes or no well, well I, no. I said that i if it was just me independently making a decision i think i it's it's not a hard no. Like I think I could consider it, but because because my wife is not like never gonna do it. <laughs> um, okay, but, but but to her point, sad is is brutal, man. Like I, I mean, here's my quick answer, right? Like after having spent three winters away from Chicago, I don't think I ever want to experience one in its full brutality, right? From January first to April, wasn't it just snowing there, Nardo, in April? Yeah, literally, it literally just snowed. Like, <laughs> like I don't, I don't think I can, I don't <laughs> think I can do that. <laughs> We saw it snow actually, and yeah, I, I was like, again. "This is crazy." I, I mean, I'm like, I decided not to come in Jan and Feb because I wanted to avoid that. <laughs> um, <laughs> and it came, but it's kind of I, I don't know. I, I get a little nostalgic when I see a little bit of like the light snow, and it's it's nice because here we have every day is like the same, man. Um, yeah. You know, except for like the few days a year that it rains, it's pretty similar out here, at least in, in SF, at least. 
So I do no, miss I, that. I actually like snow in Chicago during the holidays. Like I, if it snowed from like mid November through the end of the year, like that'd be, that'd be cool for me because it's like holiday cheer. Like it goes with a whole like white Christmas theme that I feel like I grew up with. But like literally as soon as January 1st hits, I'm like, shit, I got three months of this and like yeah, nobody's happy part. anymore. <laughs> There's no more holiday cheer. That's when it sucks. What about you, Gibby? And you know, I'm just going to tack on here and kind of take it from there. Um, so like every time we've come to Chicago and like during that Christmas holidays, I feel like, okay, we're usually flying back around the first or the second. And what usually happens is like we're flying back and that week is like the craziest snowstorm with like negative 50 wind chill or negative 30 wind chill. And I'm like, oh, man, I got to get out of here before that hits, you know, and before even even like, you know, even the flight gets grounded or whatever. I got to get out of here before that happens, because um, I, f- I feel like it's happened definitely more than once where I'm like flying back and I've just missed like a crazy, you know, I think one of those times it was like negative 50 wind chill. And I I think that's just not normal you know it's i i don't know if humans are meant to survive in that in that type of condition you know because i don't i don't don't know how bad antarctica and you know siberia gets but you know i i think it's a little worse there but i don't know yeah it's a little bit speaking on my ass there but yeah (laughs) um no i uh in terms of um so we've, we've been like you know kind of feeling the need of like family, uh, definitely. Um, especially, you know, having Caden, um, just wanting to have them close. Um, so, you know, we're kind of like re looking at options, I guess. Um, so yeah, so I, you know, I would, you know, absolutely love to, you know, move back, but it's just, you know, every time I think about the winter, um that's like just the winter that makes you guys all hate chicago now the winter you know and just how it drags you know and i i i feel like i i don't want to be i don't want to feel like i I don't want to be the complaining person but i feel like i have turned into that person um but just how the how the winter drags you know honestly it's it's completely the weather for me because i think chicago is actually one of the best cities to be in for like six months out of the year like Starting in spring, going through fall, like I, I love, I love that range of seasons, like the six months of like April to October, and then, yeah. like I said, I, the, the holidays are cool, but I like it's just the winters just suck, man. And and I, I get it. It's it's weird because like I lived, I lived in it for thirty plus years, and I was just like, oh, like I was born in it, raised by it, right? And now I'm just yeah. such a <laughs> pussy because I'm just like, I want, like, like fuck this. Like, I'm, 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 like once you experience something else, you're like. Like why? Like why? Why would yeah. I choose to come back why and go back to it? Why would I go back to my user? Yeah, my my, my like, one yeah. big example. Oh, sorry, but so my my one big example is that the first year I lived away from Chicago, uh, not for school, but when when we were out in L.A., and it was like mid December, right? Mid December in L.A., and of course it's like every day is fucking seventies and sunny, right? And I'm like on the phone with my mom, and we're actually like talking about like holiday plans and travel and all these different things. And it's mid-December. And like I go into this like mall area because I need to go like buy some groceries, or whatever. I'm like, why is it so crowded here 
on like, you know, a random like Sunday afternoon. This is crazy. And then, and then like, I see it and I'm just like, everybody's like coming out with like Christmas gifts and Christmas like gear and stuff. I'm just like, oh shit, it's mid December. It does not feel like December at all. Like that, my, 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 like whatever thing, you know, just complete like paradigm seasonal clock. Yeah. <laughs> seasonal clock was completely off. You know yeah. what you have to do is you have to um, follow the advertising schedule. That's kind of what I learned here is like <laughs> once you start to see like the Halloween, like you just don't know. There's no concept of seasons here, right? Seasons, so like yeah. once you start to see like, oh, yeah, the Halloween stuff is coming in stores and I'm starting to get advertisements about that. Okay, great. You know, it's like, you know, Halloween's coming up. Then it's like Thanksgiving and then it's Christmas. And there's no like, yeah, <laughs> there's no real indication otherwise. But you just look at what are they selling in stores? And then you're right. like, oh, do you guys get yeah, like Christmas trees or no? Yeah, we do. Yeah, I do. Yeah, people get Christmas I mean, trees. Real or They're fake? still pretty big. I have, I have a fake one, just because. Yeah, I don't know. Easier. I mean, well, I I like still force my parents to get a real one so I can like have you one whenever I'm, you get the fake one. <laughs> what a dick. <laughs> Why do you force uh, them to get a real one? <laughs> I mean, well, you know, we we had we had real ones growing up all the time. Because the thing is, like, I don't know. I never wanted to get like, it's it's a lot of work and it's messy as hell. But you know, I I think it's they enjoy doing it, and then I get yeah, like, to benefit from it's, it. It's really messy, but my parents have to deal with they, it, so I like they, to my make parents them have to do deal. It. You know, I go and I buy it, and I set them, I set it up for them, and then uh, and then I'm usually gone by the time they got to clean it up. So yeah, like that's it's like, not like Gibson. I'm just trying out. to escape the the snowstorm before it it hits. <laughs> You're on your own, mom and dad. Send pictures, please. <laughs> no, we we get a fake one as well, and um, and I I just get the um the scent. You know, there's usually the 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 real trees have like uh you yeah. know that like, but I I I think like an the air freshener the no 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 one no it's just it's like the tree like, smells good. Like, yeah, it's like a fresh cut. Like, I, like that's actually why my parents like getting the real tree too, because it like makes the house smell better. Really, I was like, we we're debating getting one, but I was like, I was wondering, like, like here you'll see, like, you know, come Thanksgiving, like, like you know, like little like places selling trees everywhere. I just wondered how and like how like climate places, like, do they have tree farms kind of stuff or no? They do. Yeah, uh, I mean, it, it, it depends. Like in in the Bay Area, they they definitely do. Actually, there's some there's a lot of places here where you can buy uh, real trees. And I think people do it because like, that's like they have nothing else to kind of cling to. Right. It's just like the, the ritual of Christmas. It's like, okay, let's, let's get yeah. a tree. Let's get some presents. There's never any, they, there's no snow here, <laughs> you know, unless you go to the mountains or something. Um, so they try to do like those little things. Man, it's just so like, it's like, it's also like, I mean, I brought the topic. I have no idea how you guys injured it here on the podcast, <laughs> but it's just like when everyone talks about people talk about Chicago, like, I think there's like the meme that no one loves Chicago. Like no one loves anything more than Chicagoans love Chicago. So it's just like once you hear from people who've left Chicago, you like look back and you're like, did they actually feel like, man, I felt like I was part of a cult when I lived in Chicago, loving it so much. And now I'm gone. And I think New York, I see the light. New, New York, the New Yorkers are like, so the thing about like Chicago people who go to other places, like they have, like they love Chicago. They, they have nostalgia for it. Like I do. Right. But people from New York are next level. They just shit on every other place they go to. They're like, yeah, I, I hate New Yorkers for that so reason. It's a, it's a different attitude. So I do, I do really like that. The Chicagoans are like, yeah, like this place is cool. Chicago is cool too. Right, great, you know. Um, New Yorkers like just feel the need to sort of like shit on your home city. New Yorkers' line always is like, 
oh man, Chicago's okay, but you can't get Chinese food at 5 a.m. I'm like, who the fuck is getting Chinese food at 5 a.m. <laughs> that this is like a like a giant pandemic that we need to all worry about that Chinese places close at reasonable <laughs> times. Like, who the fuck? I've heard from multiple yeah, people. I never know, man. Chinatown's open pretty late, but I agree with you. It's just what, what's needed at 5 a.m., right? Yeah, like, go to bed, okay? You're old. <laughs> You don't need Chinese food. I, I mean, you I think New Yorkers stuff. take a lot of pride in like being the city that never sleeps, but uh, that shit's bad for your health. You should get some sleep. Yes. Oh my god. Oh wait. So, I, who has, did, wait, you guys have all been to Vegas, right? Yep. Yes. Rache was like, we were out, so we went to dinner before this. Um, have you guys heard of Duhan? It's like the barbecue place. Gib, Gibby, you might, because I know Gilbert's ordered from it. Yes. He does I've Indian barbecue. It. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've heard, I've had it. I think. Yeah. It's really good. So shout yeah. out to Duhan if you guys are in town. We'll do it, but. He, we were out to dinner with him tonight and we were just talking about it. And they're like, oh, we should go to Vegas. Nightclubs are crazy. I'm like, I do not want to go to a nightclub in Vegas anymore. I'm old. I'm not looking to be out like that kind of style. Like, fuck this, guys. I can't do it. Then they talk about day clubs, which sound good. But I was like, I don't know. Like, maybe that's passed me by. I'm sure nightclubs are crazy in Vegas, but I don't know. I've never been to one. I don't look to go to one ever. Hey, wait, have you never been to? Never been to Vegas. Vegas, what? really? Not you've never yeah. been to Vegas. The biggest no. gambler between the four of us, and you've never I know, been right? to Vegas. Really, Gibson, you're no. talking. <laughs> I mean, actually, I, I actually had, you know I what? I think Nardo, Nardo does rival you. Yeah, yeah. Well, those, those, I, those I, I only... shirts did you get, Gibby? Gibby yeah. What is yeah, right? Gibby, fucking the Gambler's <laughs> Anonymous place. You went to. <laughs> I, I don't know. Nardo was supposed to hold my money then, you know, and I was. I think I was badgering Nardo that day. No, I think Maya held your money, and you were, you're like, "Come on, just give me some money back. Just give me some money, please. Come on, I promise I won't use that." Like, <laughs> like, bro, this is a real problem. It's been like three minutes since you gave her your money. Like, it wasn't that long, dude. You should that really go to Vegas soon, though. I mean, just there's so much more to do that than nightclubs. Yeah, I we, would do that. Talk about doing the uh, owners meeting. Yeah, I was I was is just this, gonna ask on the table. Yeah, is that happening? Yeah, I mean, uh, same. I mean, I'd, I'd like for it to. In fact, you know what? That'll be on my agenda. I'll send something out. But if you guys are if you guys are free, I mean, Vegas, I think, is one of the top options. If you what guys are the are, other options? What else has uh, been considered? I don't know. I was going to open it up for nominations. I, I mean, if people like so the majority of folks, I believe, are still in Chicago, right? So, um, it's, yes, I think so. It's but, like, how, yeah. how do we get you guys away? I think another option might be. I don't know, Gibson. What would you think of like Austin here? Would would yeah, Austin that- would be great as well. Um, the only thing with Vegas, you know, that my you know, because I think that it really caters to the whole like fantasy football um, kind of you know oh, draft. So might be super and, busy. You know, they, there might be some packages associated with that. That might be cool, um, especially you know sports and be, but Austin's. You know, Austin's a fun town. You're, you're, you know, I, I mean, Vegas, I think, was the top spot, especially now that Nardo's never been there. And Amar, yeah, it's not right. too far from you, right? So, no, not at all. Yeah, how, I feel how like. How many times have you guys been to Vegas? Um, I've been a few times. Maybe like four or five. Damn, I've been at least two. Yeah, Zane's probably been there the most of all of us. What the <laughs> fuck of all people to go there the most? <laughs> Wait, no, I haven't been there so many times. Uh, you know, when we, when because uh, when we were in LA, we drove out there twice. Or I drove out there twice, um, and then yeah, we flew there flew there once, and then I was there. I was there a couple times as a kid, but that doesn't really count. Yeah, as I picture that being a lot different experience. 
yeah. I've never well, been to the yeah. old side of Vegas, so I, I would want to check that out at some point. In the I, want, future. I want to check out Vegas for the, I think, an F1 race. I mean, this one on the last podcast is going there. And yeah, I don't know why the whole concept oh, yeah. of that sounds great. That's next year, right? Or yeah, I think so. Internet, it's supposed to be like, be yeah. really cool. I think that would be awesome. But I'm sure, like, it's going to be, I mean, I because this is the first time they're doing it in Vegas. So it's going to yeah. be crazy. I think a lot of people are going to okay. come in. But that would be awesome. That would be cool to see. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. I think anywhere where we all get together, we actually make it happen. would be fun. Well, I think it's just a matter of picking a date and then giving everybody enough of a, of a heads up. But that's yeah. what we got like four months or so. Yeah. Zane, give us a preview of what's on the, like, what are the uh, like agenda topics that we need to cover during this owner's meeting? Oh, man. There's, there's there a lot. Already? There's there's a lot. Uh, so there were there's been there's been a, a huge focus on on roster positions i know that's been one of the big topics like people are, are considering changing roster positions i think we also want to figure out salary cap um better salary cap utilizations nardo i think you've been championing this with several different ideas such as being able to like yeah. spend your your current your salary cap to uh kind of like take some pay pressure down. off future yeah what, what is that yeah. called like so, pay down your future like pay down, pay down future so there's a, there's a lot of things that i think you know what it'd be it'd be good to it would be good to maybe have like some of these more thought out maybe before we go and just like ask 12 dudes to be like hey what's the best idea here like how do we how do we like mold this but um i would say that those two are probably the the biggest ones i know gibby gibby's wanting to get, add some flex positions right gibby yeah, I think I think at least one would be nice. Um and I think I think from what you guys talked about the what the wide receiver tight end position would be as a I'm just going to vote against whatever Gibson. I'm just putting it out there. I'm just going to vote against whatever Gibson votes for. <laughs> what was what is this rivalry really? that you have against me, Amar? I just I need to see you lose. I'm sorry. That's <laughs> that's the rivalry. Well, we got, we got two one former goal. champions here, so we if we if we take it back to fantasy football, I'd be curious to see what your guys' plans are to uh return to glory. Oh, the other tight thing ends. too, uh, yeah, tight ends. The, yeah, the other thing too is, I, I mean, for me, I, I think it'd be good to restructure the payout, um, like the payout structure that we have currently. I really want to add like in-season incentives, just so that it keeps people, you know, trying every week for whatever. But is anyone like not trying? No, not necessarily. I, it's I guess trying isn't the the right word. I think we I think we have a good group of people that nobody's like actively tanking, but. Um, I don't know. Just add like some kind of in-season incentives and rewards. So yeah. taking a close so, like, look. Even at, like, if you're last, you that. still have a chance to win something. Get something. Yeah. 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 Because everybody's putting be in like what's our buy-in? It's a hundred bucks, right? I think so. Yeah. So like the like the way that I was like kind of calculating it out, and I had like a rough sheet that I was doing this on, but it's just like you know if we had incentives for people like similar to the NFL, like teams who make the playoffs get like a bonus. Right. And even if that's just like 25 bucks, it's just like, okay, well at least I made the playoffs. I made like 25% of like my money back, but then there'd be weekly incentives for, you know, having the biggest blowout or having the highest score. I, I don't know, just, just little like season season rewards. So then we could like actually, I don't know. It would make things more complicated, but at the same time, I think it'd make things more fun on a week to week basis too. And then especially yeah, as we pretty, get towards the end of the season, you're pretty much like, what can I make more, difficult on myself at this point because you don't ask anyone for help on anything and uh, you're just like I, i'm gonna yeah, get help from you guys i want to be absolutely clear zane we're not gonna help you execute this okay yeah. so this is <laughs> you. 
<laughs> well, I feel like Rishi and Kieran have always been offering and. Uh, yeah, no, they've they, they've been they've been super helpful. So I'll probably uh, offload some of that to them this year. Finally, it's about time you know, delegating just, as the commissioner. Yeah, I know. No, but I, just, I love you. I like, as I like a having that vice grip. Zane, I love it. You know, so <laughs> I know. Yeah, it worked out perfectly. Be on the throne for as many years as possible. Would you feel like it would be weird if Zane won the league, or would you guys be like, "All right, good, the commissioner no, finally won"? <laughs> no, I think I would be happy for Zane at that point. I yeah. think fuck this. It's rigged. He cheated somehow. <laughs> I, <laughs> it only, it, I cheated. It only took me eight fucking years to do it, right? I'd <laughs> be like, first of all, like, you know, it took you long enough, Zane, but yeah. I would, I would I'm, just, I'm just curious. I mean, who, if it was the first is, year he won, then it would be like, oh, what's what's going on here? Yeah, yeah. what's going on? Something's amiss. I just think it's awesome that seven years in, we've had seven different winners. So yeah, right? we, we haven't had a repeat winner yet. Oh, I feel like this true. year. We're getting close to it now. We're running out of two, right? Euron's had the closest thing to like, uh, I think he was two years in a row, right? In the championship game? Yeah. So. Luckily, only won one. Yeah. That's right, Kieran. Watch. We'll see. Zane, me and you are both up for it now. Because, you know, we haven't won and it's never been the same person twice. That's true. I mean, it's it's dwindling down. It's like you and Toby. (laughs) Yeah, right? Fuck. Great company, <laughs> fucking <laughs> Nooney and Toby's team last year. My lord, <laughs> oh, man. that was rough. I Maybe you guys need to do a podcast on that, like the people who've never won. You know? That might be more fun. We can all Thanks, just, like, bitch Gibby, about it together. Dick. <laughs> <laughs> it's like all the losers should do a podcast together. All of us winners. There's too many of us to be on one. <laughs> hey, when are we gonna get our trophies? Uh, Nooney's working on it. Yeah, See, yeah, I, del- I, delega- I delegated to Nooney, so thank you, Nooney, for taking that on. <laughs> Actually, Nooney volunteered. <laughs> so it's gonna be it's gonna be one trophy, I think, that'll be passed around, or just stay. We'll stay in Chicago, like statically, but uh, we are also gonna do rings. So every every winner will always have a ring. Do we, we get any input the into this trophy? Huh? Sorry, go ahead. What's that? Go, ahead, go. Do we get any input into this trophy? Is there like a few different options that we get to pick between? Uh, I don't know if it's too late yet, but if you have some input, you go ahead. You can give it right now. Or you actually want to see the different options? Yeah, I didn't know if there was like a few options being considered. Uh, we, can hit up, we can hit up Nooney after this. Give um, him like a bowl he can eat out of or something. Something yeah. like the Stanley Cup, like, where like everybody yeah. puts their like every year you kind of carve in like who who the winner is, and then you could eat a bowl of cereal out of it too, Gibson. Yeah, something like milk yeah. stains and in then, when he gives it to the next person. Yeah. Uh, Hopefully, I can eat chicken curry beforehand so that the flavor. Oh, yeah, disgusting. Oh, Give me. I, I remember that now. Gibson's quirks coming back to that is he would he would eat the most like pungent meal in his bowl. And then he would never clean that bowl and just put like other other meals in that bowl and like the flavors would sort of like coalesce over time. I was oh just trying God. to be environmentally conscious, um, or you know. No, you weren't. But it's being okay. part yeah, of no, the California culture. <laughs> Gibby's not yeah. one to clean the dishes before bed. Let's just say it that way. Hey, that's I. I don't know why that's such a weird quirk for you, but you know, if I were your spouse, I would love you. You know, for that. <laughs> Yeah, so wait, Gibson, like you will leave dishes out overnight? Yeah, if I'm like tired and don't want to take care of it, yeah. I, I, I don't. I mean, I, I try not to. Obviously, there's been times when I forget, but I'm terrified of the freaking roaches here in Texas. Thankfully, I yeah, haven't had Houston, like... Houston is any, worse. I haven't sure. like... I mean, I try to keep this place 
clean or as clean as you can with a two-year-old. But when I see them outside, like these motherfuckers are gigantic. It's, it's Wait, terrifying. Really? Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and some of them fly people, too. Even Chicago. The rats are like the size of raccoons, but you know, otherwise the roaches aren't bad. <laughs> yeah. But like when the winter comes, like the roaches, like they go hibernate, don't they? Probably. I guess it's, that's the one. That's the one good thing about Chicago is like for like three months you don't have to worry about mosquitoes and bugs and all this other stuff because they all die. Yeah, yeah roaches can't cool. survive in that. Yeah, bro, roaches Dude, can survive in mosquitoes for twelve months out here. Wait, what? what? I don't get mosquitoes in the Bay Area. What? I mean, we also pay like three times as much as you guys do, but I don't say they can't we, afford the rent over there. That's why they're fucking all gone. <laughs> <laughs> what is yeah. this massive mosquito eradication that you guys have over there? There's none. I mean, I think they they like the humid climates, right? They, um, but uh, um, and, and like you know, like lakes and things like that, right? Here, it's just yeah, it's just like yeah, but you have the bay, is that right on the the ocean? Yeah, but there, there's no. There's no humidity here. There's they just oh. they just don't really yeah they don't come here. God, Houston is Houston nice. is way too humid. Yeah. Speaking humidity speaking of Houston, Gibson. Speaking of Houston, Sorry, go ahead. Um, well, because you you were kind of like alluding to it earlier, but I, I did hear that from a little birdie that Houston might be on your short list. Just curious if that's true. If you're available, to, if you if you're able to reveal it at all. Oh man. I mean, there is a hard push um, on either, you know, on Houston just because of, um, you know, Joseph's parents being there. Um, so there, there is a definitely a push in that direction. I just don't know what, which direction to kind of go at this point. So, what do you mean between kinda, Chicago and Houston? Yeah, I, well, yeah, that's what's on the table right now. Yeah, or oh, or stay in Dallas. Amar, when are you moving to Texas? Uh, well, I, I know some people who are moving to Austin um, who have been showing me, like, you know, homes are building and whatnot. And I'm just like, oh, God, I'm so jealous. I think we have some, some uh, mutual friends who, I, I, at least I just found out about, which is why I'm asking when you're, when you're going to come through, too. Yeah, yeah, I don't think it's in the cards in the short term, at least. Um, That's fair. But we'll why don't see. you just buy a place and, like, leave it here, Amar? Just... I could. You want to help me? You want to be my eyes and ears on the ground in Texas and tell me where I can buy some good property? And well, supposedly your friends are buying. You know, in uh, what? I forget the name of the city. Austin. 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 No, no, no. Like uh, near Austin, like the suburb of Austin, I guess. Oh wow! I don't see. That's the thing. I don't know the first thing about like the suburbs of Austin, right? Okay. So, I'm going to end up in like the fucking ghetto of Austin. I'm pretty sure that's not going to happen. Come on. They told me I could build a house for 10 grand. Yeah, right. Where's <laughs> this fucking amazing house that there's just slums everywhere around us? Yeah. That's a, yeah, Omar's it's like the king of the area. It's like an amazing house. Yeah, it's in San Francisco, right? Like San Francisco, yeah. Wait, what about you, Nardo? So we're all, we've all left Chicago. Is that something that's on the table? I don't for know. You? I think it's just all of our families here, so it's harder to leave right now. Because like that's my fair. parents, my sister, Raish's parents are all here. So it's like, it's just too much. Like Raish would love to move. I wouldn't mind like if we tried something new, but it's like at this point, it's right, just where so much does she want to move? Anywhere that's not Chicago. I have no idea. Really? There's so many. I think Austin would be like her top choice if, if anything was on the table. Well, yeah, come to Texas. Come on down. Everything's bigger here, apparently. Yeah, but then fucking. You know, my dad. So my, I literally just dropped my dad off to the airport because we were visiting for a couple of days, and like, I don't know why, but he like 
like he's totally bought into this whole like everything is bigger in Texas. Like it's like, I, I love my dad, but like he, he's just like he comes down here and he'll like look at the highways and just like wow, there's five lanes on this highway. Everything's bigger in Texas, and he said that probably like thirty times a day whenever we go out. Awesome. <laughs> See, like, really the parking lot at the mall and be like, and is next time he visits, you have to like engineer it so that like you're showing him progressively bigger and bigger things. So, you know, I know, I know. <laughs> like, holy shit, Zane, it's getting bigger. Texas is getting bigger. <laughs> <laughs> We're just gonna go out to like some farmland. It's like, like Inception, you know, like yeah. just like yeah, right. messing with his mind, you know. Then just come yeah. to Chicago, show him the smallest shit in the world, be like, yeah, man, <laughs> not as big as in fucking Texas. Just to kind of keep it going forever. <laughs> no, but I I miss the culture in Chicago. I I feel like I took it, you know, took it somewhat for granted, you know, when I was there, and you know, just the city and the feel, and even 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 sports, right? Like for example. Um, one of our friends, um, you know, they're, they're a New York city fan, right? So they were trying to raise their kids as, you know, like New York fans. Um, and lo and behold, now he's a Dallas Cowboys or sorry that, you know, he's a Dallas Mavs fan. And, you know, that guy was like a New Yorker tried and true. So for his kid to turn to, um, you know, Dallas Mavs fan, it's like, oh man, is that in the cards for Caden in the future, even it, no matter what I do, you know? No, it will be, it will be because I think there's a certain age. Like my sister's kids are, you know, 10, uh, 11 and nine actually. And they're like big, you know, Cubs, Bulls, Bears fans still, because they moved like two years ago, um, from Chicago. But if you don't have some memory of like that, the team back home, like you're going to adopt the new team. So Caden yeah, will, I guess I can see that, but if yeah. the Bulls have to be good at that point, like when it's formidable years to it help you ingrain some loyalty. Also, yeah. Yeah. Also, they suck, it's like, it's like, right. How much do you enjoy sports because of like your friends? Right. So, um, you know, if they end up, if Caden ends up being friends with locals and people who grew up here, like he's going to be following the Mavs and the Cowboys just because that's what his friends are talking about. Yeah. And there's, there's a lot of peer pressure too, right? Because you know everybody's going to pick on the one kid that's not the Dallas fan, right? So. Yeah, somehow did we? I guess we did pick on Sadik quite a bit, right? Diehard, obnoxious Dallas. Actually, we we weren't even picking on him. We we just we just hated we just hated how big of a Dallas fan he was because he would throw it in our faces. Yeah, he would. No, but Sadik was older too, so he could handle it, right? So this is you know kids that like you know, preteen, you know, they, they're, they're going to cave under peer pressure, like easily. Yeah. But Gibby just, you know, teach him, teach him the ways, teach him the ways, Gibby. I don't know. I don't, I don't, you know, I'll try. We'll see. Hopefully they start doing well when he's like understanding sports to where it makes yeah. it easier for you. I don't yeah, have, just, you know, high hopes, but still, I'm just going to ship him to Chicago every, <laughs> every summer. <laughs> Through a summer break is in Chicago, you know. Yeah, enjoy it. Wintertime, come back so you don't really learn to hate Chicago as there you, you three do. I don't hate Chicago. I love no, Chicago. I don't hate it. No, I don't hate it. I mean, the yeah, snowstorm. I just, I just like, hate the this winter. Fucking sucks. I have to buy a coat. Oh my lord, I'll die. <laughs> it just, it just like, it just beats you down, man. Yeah, I, I think, I I think the, the one of the problems too is that there's no. There's no, there's no refuge. Like you're, you're just stuck there. Like there's plenty of other cities where you could like 
do a day trip somewhere, you know, or you yeah, get like that's the worst part of it. There's nowhere to drive to in Chicago. It's like that is could get any better for you, you know. Yeah, so right, indie. That's the problem. It's like you gotta fly to to leave. Um, Ugh. Yeah. That's why I wish. I wish there was like some better cities close by, because there's literally nothing to do. If you drive like forty, like if you drive for like four hours, you're still nowhere different. It's the same. Yeah. It's all it's all cornfields. Yeah. That's true. It sucks. Speaking of which, when's the last time you guys? I know you talked about this uh, last episode, but when's the last time you guys were all in champagne? Oh man, ten years ago. So long I, ago. It's been I bit, think it right? was Gilbert's graduation. What year was that? At least five years ago. Oh snap! I'm thinking about going in May. My, really? My, Wait, my little fun? cousin is graduating, and I'm just like, this would probably be the last reason for me to ever go down to champagne outside of like you know something else coming up so i don't know part, part of me is just like i should go well, obviously it's my cousin too so i can go for his graduation but i'm wondering how different it'll be by the time when i get there and it's, also uh, i don't know that it would be any fun without like the people who are there to be like oh yeah this shit's so different now so if i wasn't going down with you guys <laughs> or people that i was there with we should do it sometime we should just all just go back for like a line football game we should go maybe we should do it as our um, what is it? Our owners meeting. There you go. Champagne, Illinois. If you think about it, it costs like fifty dollars to like own a fucking bar for like the night. Like, I mean, it would be the, like, it would be the most cost effective. Yeah. Can you imagine like how quickly we would be able to get shots? What, what, wasn't that story? Like, like we don't have to wait in no line or yeah. Whatever. That was Gibby. That was Gibby, right? When you went down, you're just like they told you how much the shots are, and you're like, wait, what? Like dollar shots, I'll take fourteen. Yeah, yeah, that was me. <laughs> that was the best. Keep saying, what the fuck? And it was like just here? for like three people, four people, I think. Oh yeah, it was like I need it was as like many four as rounds right now. That was the best. I think it was at Brothers. No, I think it was actually in Chicago. Um, it was oh at the no, that was at Finn McCool's or something. If, if oh, it, it, it had the second floor. I yeah. Forget. Oh my god. Yeah. I just remember when we went down for that graduation, it was me, Nuni, Maya. We had two rounds each. And it was like fourteen dollars. We're like, what the fuck? Where are we? Did you two rounds like for that little? For like a twenty dollar bill. Whose graduation did you go? Did you guys go for? I think it was in twenty twelve or twenty eleven. I, I can't remember. Or maybe was, was it a Shokes or something? Or it might have been then. Maybe it was a Shokes and all that. Maybe twenty thirteen. I can't remember. Okay, but yeah, I was like, it was the most ridiculous thing for an adult to go back. My cousin was on his videos when she's in college at Indiana, and we're like, I don't want to go back to this. It's like this rager at like you know Clyes. I'm like, I'm good. We don't don't be those creepy dudes. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Like what's (laughs) happening now? Because my, you know, my uh, both of my nephews are in college. One's at Champagne. One's at IU. Is that the parents come for like the mother's weekend stuff now? Or like the, you know, like the, the dad's weekend stuff, which dad's weekends, I get it. Cause you know, I'm like, right, they go to a game and you know, it's like during football season. <laughs> I think the, the mother's weekends, they just like go to bars and just, yeah. just like literally, you know, mothers of college kids just like getting, you know, having a great excuse lose? to get shit faced, um, which is hilarious. <laughs> I'm like, wow. That? Like that weekend, we'd all be like, what the fuck is going on? All these old ass people. Now we are those old ass people. We're, yeah, like, exactly. <laughs> We're in that bucket now. It's just yeah. so nuts. It was- Creepy people buying drinks like, oh yeah, here, here's two dollars. Yeah, here, have one drink too. Like we're not paying attention. They're like, oh, this creepy old guy bought me a drink. Like, that's bought a drink. You're just there to, to grab it. 
I think <laughs> if we if we go, I'm gonna really lean into the creep though. Like I'm gonna just be as <laughs> you could, creepy. You could, be AF. Some of the, you could be some of these people's parents at this point. I know. That's how, that's how old we are. Yeah. Oh my god. That could have been an accident for us. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> if, if I made an accident, it's like the episode of Maury that I was on with your your mom. Fuck. There you go. I don't even yeah, know what man. other topics there were. This is what I expected from this conversation. Yeah. Should we should we take it back to football? Yeah, fuck it. It'll be good gonna, if you want, but I, I was I was gonna say we we can take it back to football and and ask you, um a, ask over unders for for Tom Brady this year if this ends up being oh his God. final year touchdown. Since we had so much fun with your numbers last year, Nardo, fuck it. over everything. This guy, so, this guy's a god. What did he end up getting last year? You you had the you had the under on forty, right? Under on like thirty six and a half or something. What, what did, did he finish last with? Year? Let's see. I feel like he had forty. Uh, forty three touchdowns. Wow. He had more than he had the year before. Was that the most in the league? Uh, or I don't know. Maybe. Wow, that's most like, touchdowns in the league at age that's forty-four. Amazing, right? Wait, so like, hey, I, I, have, I haven't been following. Has there been any more like or any confirmation of the whole conspiracy theories? No, there nothing else came out. But I mean, I with the whole uh, Bruce Arians being you know moved up and stuff. Like I'm sure it's just constantly the same stuff. What was the conspiracy theory? That. that he didn't. Oh, uh, Nardo could probably explain it better. But he 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 didn't mean to retire. Like he was hoping that they would like let him out of his contract or something, and then he would sign yeah. with the the Forty ers But they never oh. like processed his retirement or something like that. So in order to like, he had to unretire so that like he didn't get stomped out of the. I, I don't know. Basically, what, what so it basically, it was like it was he never wanted to retire. He wanted to force the Bucks to release his contract because he had one more year. So he claimed he was going to retire. So the Bucks would, you know, be like, "All right, well, let's release his contract so we can use the money towards other stuff." But the Bucks were like, "Well, we're not. Yeah, we're not going to give up your rights. Like, don't play. You, we, you know, the contract's still good for another six years if you don't play." And then he ended up being like, the day before free agency was going to hit or whatever, he's like, "All right, well, I'm going to come back for the season because he didn't want his players to leave thinking that Tom Brady was going to play." Huh. Yeah, he wanted to go to San Francisco. That's his whole play. So it basically is one more he, year. Didn't he put out something, though? Like, I, I know at first he didn't say anything, but then didn't he come out with, like, his whole statement around, like, you know, well, I talked about it with my family, and, like, this is the right thing I think that's, what, that's and, what Nardo was alluding to. It was just, like, he, he announced it, but then never, like, filed the paperwork. Yeah, never filed the But you think he would just, like, announce it? Well, like, why, why his announcement, he, he never said – he said bye to the Bucks. He never said bye to – like the Patriots. He never like really did anything besides that. So it's like, was it really retirement or was it his way of saying bye to the bucks? Cause he's leaving them. I don't know. That's what mm. the whole conspiracy was that he never meant to retire. He just was trying to force them to let him go. And the bucks were like, we'll get rid of Bruce Arians. We have problems with if you come back. So that's what happened with Bruce Arians. Oh, and so that's why you think he got whatever demoted, yeah, promoted, whatever happens. Todd Bowles yeah. takes over. Wait, not, mm. oh, was it, oh, Todd Bowles. Yeah. So he's now the coach there. Interesting. Yeah. So you know who's really the coach? Tom Brady. It's like the Brady. LeBron situation, right? It's like you bring somebody <laughs> like him in, and he's going to have say over like every all the pieces around him. So yeah. Well, apparently, so last year, I guess um, 
uh, Bruce Arians had like health issues. So he would pretty much during the week not be there and he'd only come Fridays. So during the week during install, it was Tom Brady and Todd Bowles who would come up with a game plan and come Friday during the walkthrough. Bruce was like, what the fuck is this? And he'd completely undo everything that they wanted to do and go back to what he wanted. And that's what made Tom Brady pissed off. That's why Tom Brady wanted Todd Bowles in because he's like, all right, this guy's going to do what I want. Versus Bruce Arians was just going to just shit on everything and change it back up. All right. Well, let's see. Let's let the numbers tell us like who was right. <laughs> right? See how he does. If he beats 43 this year. There you go. Oh, yeah. Oh, I mean, it's going to be hard to beat 43. I think. All right. What's going to be 40... higher, his age or his touchdowns? <laughs> no, his, age, his age. I think his age. You think I so? Think he... he was 45 last right? year in touchdowns. He was the leader? Yeah, 43. That's insane, man. Right? That's, I don't know. What, I is like, this, what is this dude eating? He's like very extremely healthy foods, I think. Oh, yeah. He'll be 45 this year. Yeah, he's 44 right That's, now. Oh, my God. You know, we could all wish to be at the level he's at. Yeah. Maybe one day. That's, Maybe that's one day when I'm 45. I think only uh, Zane amongst us has played competitive football, right? Yeah. And we all... We all played backyard football. <laughs> Whatever yeah, back, you know, that, that is big. Like competitive well, actually, in the sense. Huh? You played oh, against yeah. NFL players, Zane. <laughs> yeah. I, did, oh, I did play against an NFL player, yeah. There you Got go. Got run Zane. over by Richard Mendenhall. No, no, no. Who's... You played football against him. Don't, don't I played football against him. <laughs> yeah. he, he broke my tackle. All right. Okay. <laughs> he's an NFL player, Zane. Come on. Come on. <laughs> actually, he's, he's a Super Bowl champion. Did you, ever finish, did you ever finish Ballers? Uh, I don't know. Maybe I can't remember. I wonder what he's. Anymore. I wonder what he's doing now. Yeah, right. Because he wrote that. I think right. He was. I think he was one of the writers. Yeah, I think he was the lead. Planning writer. to run you over next day. Yeah. Yeah, right. He's like the storylines around this like one guy from Nilesworth High School that took the rock <laughs> down. <laughs> Some bullshit. <laughs> Derailed his career. It's all about Zane Odia. Yeah. There you go. That'd be awesome. His secret hate for Zane. Over the years, yeah, it's been growing forever. He's got this like shrine against Zane. It's like Michael Jordan against that one high school guy who like took his spot on the varsity team. He remembers <laughs> for the rest of his life. That's his, that's Richard Mendenhall against Zane. I want to destroy this man's life. Yeah. yeah, wasn't he mad against the coach? Not well. I'm sure the player too. Probably, Probably it's Jordan. He's fucking nuts. The way Jordan is. Yeah. God. I Should guess. we wrap this thing up? Yes, I feel like. I have no idea since I got cut off in the middle. I, how many? How long has this been? Uh, we've been at it Says, for about an hour and a half, so it's not. Oh as shit! Nice. Talking about nothing for an hour and a half. That's usually <laughs> what well podcasts done. are. <laughs> like a Seinfeld episode. Oh my god! I listened to um, Sean Payton was on the ra- on the radio, and he was talking about how like he gets invited to podcasts right now because he, you know, retired from coaching or whatever. Mm-hmm. And he's like. He's like, yeah, I started having a conversation with this guy. And then at the end, the guy was like, oh, okay, I guess we're done. And he's like, wait, what do you mean? We haven't even started. He's like, no, that was it. That was the podcast. He's like, it sounds like a fucking phone call. What, is, what the fuck's this podcast shit? And I was like dying when I heard this. I was like, that's basically what I guess a podcast is these days. Just shoot the shit for like an hour and a half. Sounds good. Man, we got into some deep stuff, though. I know. Gibby, thanks for being here to give us the deep conversation. <laughs> the real talk, yeah. All right, we got to let's, let's talk like a, every couple episodes should be like a very serious episode. Yeah, yeah, I, didn't, I didn't mean to make it too serious. I was trying to just feed off your energy here. Feed off we appreciate it, Gibby. You're the best. But 
But thanks for everything that you guys do, Nardo, Rishi, Zane, for the league. Appreciate it. Thanks well, for making it what it thanks is. Thanks you guys for coming on. You guys are the reason why it makes it entertaining to stay on. And I, like I tell people, it's like it's just a good way to catch up with people every week, shoot the shit, and then like even if people aren't on, I feel like like weeks I'm not on, it's just good to hear people's voices and hear like just random bullshit they're talking about. For sure, yeah. yeah. Usually, no, thank, thanks for organizing like all this stuff. Um, it's pretty no, cool. The podcast is like a very interesting like little thing you guys have added that has like its own life now. So <laughs> right, I love, I, I, I love the fact that you guys are keeping it up during the off season too. So I know. Well, and, and now we're getting all different kinds of guests. <laughs> I know it's like really like out of left field, but I love it. Hopefully yeah. that adds up listeners. Uh, you know, we get sponsors for our trip. To U of I, I guess. That's all we can afford for right now. Sponsored by Clybourne's. Yeah, right. Sponsored by Clyde's. And then we'll get Vegas sponsors if we get more listeners. There you go. We start with Clyde's and then we hit up the Vegas clubs. Yeah, Bellagio. No, you can only go up from there. It's all up There you go. Guys, thanks for joining us as always. And uh, hopefully everyone has a good rest of your uh, springtime. Easter for Gibby. I know that. And hopefully you guys come back to Chicago soon. Can't wait to see you guys back here, okay? See you. Yeah, we'll be Sounds there good. after Easter. 